0: Strategy in the virtual controller, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with our next episode, and my name's Damien Greathead. My co-host is Penny Breslin. Penny, how are you?
1: Doing fine, Damien. How are you doing? Did you have a good Thanksgiving down there in the Southern Hemisphere?
0: Yeah, it was quite interesting. Not quite all the the trimmings of a a traditional Thanksgiving, but nonetheless, uh, it was absolutely lovely. So I with a bit of a tinge of jealousy, looking at uh, Instagram and, and photos of the family back in the US celebrating. But uh, no, we, 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 <clears throat> we were able to take some time out and um, remind ourselves what we're thankful for, which was great. How about yourself?
1: Great. Small family gathering, um, nice and no turkey, which was even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, m- uh, my son walking out of his aunt's house going, that was the best damn Thanksgiving dinner I've ever had. She Look, did a fantastic job. High, <laughs> so, high
0: praise. So, and, and big to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah um and
0: rick's gravy <laughs> and rick's gravy oh fantastic uh we'll have to put a recipe up online um and you'll be able to find that recipe no just joking yeah, um yeah. but uh you'll be able to find the the previous episodes and and transcripts as well we've um we just found out how to do transcripts so if you are looking for transcripts i think you'll need to go to uh satvc.co uh, satvc.co uh, and you can get the transcripts and any articles or books that we might reference in the episode you can find uh, all of that there but as well you can uh, download the episode listen to the episode subscribe to the episode uh, apple podcast spotify podcast google Podcasts, wherever you find Uh, Your favorite podcasts. Uh, Today, Penny, um, it's been interesting. We've been doing the podcast for a while now on a a regular and consistent basis, which I, or semi consistent basis, which, which is great. Um, We've had some interesting calls come in to both of us um, of accountants and bookkeepers that are listening along that, that want to start making the change. Um, and it's been really interesting because you, you have a, a lovely email exchange, and, and then you tee up some time and jump on the phone. And I, I sort of get this sense that people are looking for us to to provide the the blueprint, um, the exact answers. I I don't know what you've you've been thinking when you've spoken to people that have gotten in touch, but I, I've sort of said I've I've heard what do I do next? What what apps do I use? Um, what what services should i provide i've i've heard a lot of those questions what have you heard
1: um people this has happened three times now where i've gotten you know i have this i use my calendar in my in my email and people will you know make appointments (laughs) and it's very
0: easy to make an appointment with you as well (laughs)
1: like (laughs) and so but you know it's also um it, it actually, it's it conducive it to business. Yep. So, um, so, and I don't market, so I guess it's okay. But uh, you know, it's always I heard this one. Tell me how to do this, and it's like, mm. and I always start with step one. What are you doing now? And what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to do in the future? Which goal? How do you want to change this? Uh, or are you asking me how, based on what you do now, how do you maintain what you're doing now, and what's the new technology to maintain it? Um, and technology, not necessarily is everything. Technology is okay, what's the new process to maintain it? So you know it always goes back to the first question is you can't jump halfway through building a firm of the future if I want to use somebody else's uh, tagline, um, without stepping back and going back to the first question from the first pro- podcast we ever did, which is, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Give me five things that you want to do within your company."
0: And I think that's a really interesting question. Again, and and it's 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 quite funny. Um, I don't ask for five questions, but I just sort of say, well, what's the end goal? What do you want to achieve? What I I, I do go with what do you want to change? What about you doing now that you want to change? But I, I must admit, I, I haven't had any conversations where they're they're able to clearly articulate the change that they want to make, why they want to change it and, and what they want the business to look like in six months time, in 12 months time. Um, I, I can't imagine... Do people are are people able to rattle off five things for you?
1: No, not so far. Well, it's they think they have, but they can't. They can't come up with five, Uh, or they they will. It's a you know, if they're an individual firm, it's a little bit easier. If they're an individual or one or two person firm business, it's a little bit easier. But you start adding people into the mix then it's like, is everybody else on board? Yeah. And, and and you were being, I was listening to what you just said, and I was thinking, you're being very esoteric, being very high level there on their questions. I started, well, what services are you going to give?
0: Yeah. Well, I find they're looking for me to provide that answer. What? they're they're asking me what services should I provide
1: exactly (laughs) and
0: and and I sort of launch into well you could do this 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 but I but I you know I jump in to answer the question as as we sometimes inclined to do versus well hold up I have no idea what do you like to do like what services do you like what services do you don't like do you like doing individual tax do you like doing um bookkeeping it it, it's sort of it's funny it's I can rattle off every suggestion, but if, if it doesn't resonate with you and if, if it doesn't, um, I'm not sure if excites is the right word, but if it, if it doesn't get you out of bed each day, it's going to be, it's going to be very difficult to implement change and stick with the change without this clear defining direction, vision goal. Um, it, it it's sort of a, an exercise in futility in many ways.
1: Yeah. and, and. Agreed, and there are certain things that if you're going to have a company that's going to grow, you're probably not always going to provide a service that you just like to do. Yeah, uh, you know, you became a parent this year. It will become very <laughs> apparent to you that there are things that you you are just going to have to do, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and um, so At all hours of the day. <laughs> yeah, um, So. But you know, if you figure out what you want to do, figure out what you don't like to do, and then if if what you don't like to do is critical to the overall goal that you are asking them about, uh, find ways to uh, either mitigate having to do that or find ways to off put that into another little funnel or silo within your company. Um, And like this one person I was speaking to um, just last week who called me about this, uh, you know, they have an offshore location. Not mine. They don't use my company. That's fine. That's cool. Um, But um, that offshore location does all the work that nobody else wants to do in the firm. And they have five people that work for them, and um, that's a great way for them to segment out that work that nobody wants to do, and that allows them the space. And we've used this term a lot lately, Mm. last couple episodes, is having space. It gives the space for the uh, for the account managers in the U.S. to focus on. Those items that a higher level, and even in my small little outsourcing company, had the conversation last night uh, with Shamila uh, and Emilla. and uh, where they've brought up, they go, you know, this isn't work we want doing. Mm. We we know that we have to do it, and they very rarely touch that work. They've got other work that they enjoy doing. And when it comes in, they segregate it out to a different team. And uh, I, could, I could see their eyes light up sometimes like, oh, we're going to get to do this. And they'll like, oh, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. And they're all over it and, and loving it. And you can see how much more enjoyable their day is when they've done the work that they enjoy doing and there are other people in our in our teams that enjoy doing the stuff that they don't yeah that they don't want to do that they they spent years having to do in order to grow this company and um but these other folks love doing it and find it just right where they want to be and i've got the, the bandwidth to be able to do that and that's really pleasant and um but really, what is it that you want to do? I don't think you can answer the question of which technology you're going to use, what kind of people you're going to hire um, without knowing what do you want to do
0: and and if 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 anything, you're actually just going to spin your wheels and you'll have another year of frustration because you haven't haven't had forward momentum, so to speak, because it is really easy to get distracted by a new service offering, by a new shiny app, by a new shiny client that 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 you like, that you sort of get along with, that was might might have been a referral, but doesn't actually fit with your business model. But you take them on anyway. So again, without that space to think about who you want to be when you grow up, I, I think there's a big challenge because you you can get distracted very easily. Um, and you don't get that forward momentum to achieving, again, a firm of the future. is not quite your firm of the future or your future firm um, because, you, because you don't have that clear direction. And, and I was just sort of thinking, as you were saying, some of the calls that you had and, and getting some space, it, it's like we've just come out of Thanksgiving. And sort of a bit of a um, – for listeners, we, we typically pre-record weeks in advance. But this, this one is actually we, – we'll put this one up um, straight away – um because we have just had thanksgiving but we tax season is very much on the horizon and so my sort of thought was what's one thing that you want to take off your plate now coming into tax season that will free up some space for you to think about your future firm um and and I don't I I didn't mean for this to be a plug for for penny and money penny but that might be a solution of how do you actually make sure that this activity that that is not your favorite thing, but you know you've got to get it done. Um, how do you free up space uh, in your day? Partnering with an outsourcing BPO might be the way to do it.
1: That could be, I, th- and thank you for that. But there's also, I think, and that is that that's that's obviously. We've had a busy, we've had a busy month. We've had five clients on for <laughs> <So, laughs> Well, that's good. So Obviously somebody out there is thinking about it, but, but also I think that, um, I think the other thing that has come up, mother of God, <laughs> every year it happens right around this time of year. Yep. And it's like, what's the new work? What, what, what workflow should I be in? Uh, what technology should I use for tax to do in tax returns? So, and I'm going. Wait a minute. Why are you asking me this? The third week of November. Could you tell me <laughs> what have you
0: been doing?
1: Have the time to yeah. to convert. Uh, so. Uh, that, that's, that comes up always in November. I've had probably, I don't know how many of those emails. <laughs> like, what would you recommend? Um, and, and, you know, I think, I think the thing is that if you are seriously thinking about making some kind of technology change, bite the bullet and, and document every moment you're uncomfortable with whatever it is you're using now and get through this season with it. And then really use notion, use the new Microsoft um, loop, whatever it is, throw up a loom video um, and record something you do and go, God, and put it in the, I don't want to do this next year pile. And just file it off there and just, just keep on doing that while you're working throughout this tax season. And then revisit it when you take your break in April. And come back in May when, and really seriously make a decision then. Yeah. Change because it's going to take you from May until the next busy season. Because realistically, if you are doing taxes, and if you're doing bookkeeping for a company that does taxes, you know, you're going to be busy uh, in August yeah, uh, and um, and in October. uh, So you've got like small windows to make a choice and you're trying to make a choice while you're looking at all the apps. My thought is, why don't you look at what you do and find the things that you don't like and go find apps that will either remove that pain or ease that pain
0: and and spend some time now becoming really clear on that because i think that will improve your um, conviction uh when um april may does roll around but i you know as you say that i was like back at receipt bank we always knew that this time year was peak selling season into the accounting into the accounting body and and and, and it was um but uh, everyone was peak selling into the accounting um, into the accounting channel and you're right you you've you've got everything going on from on the client side of things from a tax planning perspective and, and preparing for tax season and then trying to implement new technology train your team um, yeah you, 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 uh, while selling season was great implementation season was not so was not so effective
1: now, it, this is a converse, this is another conversation I had with the client a couple, well, it was about two months ago. And she said between, between having to do all these, like whether they're virtual or live shows, to find the apps that I need to introduce myself to the vendors, to learn, and, to, and, to, and, to, and for my team to learn, with all that, and then, you know, and now we're not going to live shows as much as, it's like a constant barrage of a virtual meeting, virtual meeting, virtual meeting.
0: Oh, and another then, webinar! Goodness.
1: Yeah, another webinar. Jesus. <laughs> and and then and then you've got clients who are knocking on the door. I don't I haven't yet met anybody this year who isn't having their phones go off the hook with businesses who have come to see the value mm. of uh, of having good numbers and controlling expenses and. Controlling cash flow and knowing they need an accountant or a bookkeeper to help them with that. And so there's, there's just, it was like there was a never ending barrage. And it's not just if you're not doing taxes, that's fine. I mean, if you're not doing taxes, you're probably even more busy. We've got clients who, uh, uh, one firm I was talking to said, okay, we've got this vertical going primarily with services and stuff. And they listed the types of services, professional services they do. And they said, now we're getting into e-commerce. And I said, oh, my God, that's a whole nother ball of wax. Do you realize <laughs> what you have to get, learn if you're going to get involved in e-commerce? And and it's not like dealing with an engineering company who does their billing once a month. Mm. You know, you're dealing with
0: hundreds of transactions a day.
1: You know, I, yeah. I mean, like I told him, I said, I onboarded a client years ago who was a startup. and you know within a year we were doing 350 transaction allocations a day for them and they weren't even b2c they were you know they were b2b B. and um, it it just you you so you know you, you're going to add you're going to add on this <laughs> and your team is based on doing services that's that's a that's a whole different mindset it's even a whole different black dress of apps yeah. that you're going to be uh, dealing with. And it's a group of clients that are all, I'm not, I'm not going to be willing to talk to you twice a year.
0: Yeah. They're going
1: yeah. to be wanting to talk to you a lot.
0: And, um, and you, you think about the the team that you just mentioned there, having them to spin up a, a new skill set. Can you imagine what they're thinking? Um, and, and, again, finding and keeping good quality people continues to be number one, number two problem facing the, the industry. Um, can you imagine what they're thinking if, if you're trying to spin up something new um, coming into tax season?
1: Oh, yeah, really. I, I, I can guarantee you. Oh, here, here's, this, is, this isn't even a firm. This just happened not even an hour ago. I'm doing a major remodel in in the house. And so uh, I was shopping around for contractors. And uh, over Thanksgiving, I came to the conclusion of which one I was going to take. And they came over today to do the final and get the deposit. And um, He is giving me the contract and all the information to sign. And I'm just staring at him going, Jesus, you know, you could do all of this digitally. Mm. You know, and I, and you want me to write you a physical check? <laughs> I had to go digging through a filing my safe because that's where I put the checkbook like long time Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going, and you know, he's young. He's a very young kid. He's probably, you know, but he, I said, he said, I don't know. Were, we say,
0: were, you, were you about to say he's probably my age? <laughs> and then you realized. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's younger than you, old man. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, that's what you. I think you're about to say it. He's about your age, but then you're like, "Oh, actually, no, you yeah, He's younger. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: But you know, I got, and it was funny. I said, "He goes, well, they like it this way at the office." I said, "Oh, you mean your bookkeepers do?" He goes, "Yeah, and we got to make life easy for them." Oh. <laughs> and, and I'm going. And how is all this paper? I mean, I signed my initials, I'm getting, everything's highlighted. I mean, can you imagine the amount of, and it was, you know, duplicates of everything. Yeah. And I got this nice little folder and I said, do you mind though, that now that I've given you one check, that if I don't call your boss and figure out to ACH this stuff to you in the future, because I don't want to be writing checks. <laughs> I,
0: just don't. I don't know. You've got to be careful, Penny. You'll probably pick up a new client out of it.
1: No, I do not <laughs> I do not want to a client. I don't want well, I- to. You know me, I'm commitmentful.
0: But I I think that's actually really important. You're like, no, no, I I know I definitely don't want a construction company. Whereas I I don't think um, a lot of accounting firms have that same discipline. I I always remember the accounting firm that I walked in, uh, that I worked in, and and very briefly, but it was always like, oh, and what industry are you in? And and it might be nonprofits. Oh, we're experts in nonprofits. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. we, we we might have done a nonprofit audit, you know, four years ago or something, five years ago. But uh, but we, we always um, put on the veneer that we were experts in in whatever walked through the door.
1: They walked in, yeah. Oh god, yeah. that'll you into, you know that, that's another thing. Somebody said, so what do you use? You know, I'm going. Unfortunately, I don't have the luxury that I'm telling you you could have because I have to build teams based on black dress. I can't have a team doing outsourcing using 20 different apps that do the same thing because it's inefficient. I need to go, okay, what are the apps the firm uses? And they mm. go, okay, let's go, let's go put them on this team because those guys, they have this app dialed in. And um, so, you know, so in fact, I was going through um, some details, you know, pulling up data. And looking at the way they were putting in uh, their time and their notes and realizing we've got to bifurcate uh, those a little bit more, get a little bit more detailed on our, on our, not just our services, but our tasking so that we can track who and what teams are doing the best on which apps. Mm. And then, you know, where we have to fill in the training and or where the next customer uses that series of apps, which team they get put on. so. But I, so I can't, I can't say we use this workflow. Yeah. In, you know, you use seven ways. different workflows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say we use this online bill pay. We're in every one of them that's out there right now. Um, you know, that kind of thing. I can't say we use just this one payroll because we're in every one of them that's out there. So, um, but one thing I can do is tell you which one I think is the best. <laughs> mm, yep. but, but then you know even that um that was another conversation i mean everything revolves around the all the steps and i hate to plug the the book i don't i don't it's i don't want to i don't want to feel like i'm you know being self-effacing here but realistically if you don't go back and revisit stuff and if you don't look at all the points like when you pick in technology. It's not just the price. It's not just the service that you're performing. It's what kind of support you're going to get from that app and those people. And, um, and who in your company is, is willing to take on that intermediary? Because just this morning, I had an app that was act, acting up. And by 5.30, I got several emails from East Coast clients going, hey, can you tell me what's going on and what's wrong with this? I'm like, why did you call me? Because you recommended it to us. You know, so you've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to know that when you recommend apps to clients that you have to have somebody who's going to be there to to, to talk to them. Everything, go, everything goes in a step. You can't just jump into reimagining your business without going through the baby steps of starting with what do you want? Where do you want to go with it? Who is going to be working on it? What's the technology you're going to use and what kind of client are you going to have? Um,
0: and we can't tell that? you that. No. Yeah.
1: Only you can do that. Yeah. Only you um, can decide
0: that. And and you you're you're not particularly self-promoting, Penny, but I don't have any problems doing it. Um the, the book that we have been talking about, we actually just came up with the title and, and it will be released in the coming weeks. It's it's called It's Not Just the Numbers. Um and, and we um denard about the title. Uh, for quite some time, but th- this is this is basically Penny's process that she goes through with her clients, accounting firms, to help them identify, get themselves future fit, whatever that might be. But but actually, how do we go through a, a, meth- a me- methodology to 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 enact change and to stick with that change? And and we we focused on the title. It's not just the numbers because so much more than the numbers um, related to running an accounting firm. Uh, And and I think a lot of practitioners, as we've said, um, they're small business owners running a business that does accounting. And so a lot of these principles about setting your vision and and setting your goals and what is it that you want to do often get glossed over because practitioners um, are just churning out the work, churning out the next tax return, taking on the next client, um, closing the next set of books without really taking time to think about what they like doing, what they don't like doing, what type of clients they like working with. And, and this is really, this, this is not number related. Um, and that's why it's, it's not just the numbers, I, I think is really important for listeners to realise. They've got to do that, that groundwork of what they want their business to be um, because otherwise, you, you'll you'll build a, a, an accounting business probably quite quickly, but it'll suck the life out of you.
1: Oh, yes, it will. Um, I've got a little piece of that that hap- that's that's happened with me because I do take on direct clients um, mainly for guinea pig purposes, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah they do start sucking the life out of you. And 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 it's and it's not them. I mean it's not their fault. It's yeah. not their fault. And but it does it can be I've I've watched it with other um I'm very quick to tell people, you know, I'll help you get so far and then I'm going to help you find somebody who will carry you next mm. on. I have no problem with that, but I've I've watched over the years I've watched people get tired, get uh get Somewhat disenfranchised and and somewhat disillusioned and um, and 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 they have they, all they do is listen to the complaining clients yeah because, and that can drag you down um, when I was in uh getting my teaching degree um, something when I was doing special ed um, something a special ed uh, professor told me uh she said, "She said, you know, I worked in the schools with special ed kids for for years, and she said, what I realized is that every time I looked at any child, I was looking for this, that special need. That she said, I started putting them all into that. Spe- they're a special ed. They have to be. They're in some kind of disability, or there's some kind of thing that I I have to fix here. And I think that sometimes if we look at our businesses and all we're doing is putting out fires." In crisis management, I wonder how the hell you guys get up in the morning.
0: And and so, as yeah, and and as I sort of as I uttered the word "suck the life out of you," I I sort of thought, oh, hang on, that's probably a bit harsh. But but as as you did say, Penny, it's it, it's not because of clients per se, but it's because we don't have. The ground rules. It's because we haven't set the the purpose of our business. We haven't um, set the the client selection criteria of people that we want to say no to. We haven't set the processes of how we're going to process the work and how we're going to train the pe- train the train the clients and train the team. We we've sort of haphazardly accepted clients. We've adapted to their workflow, adapted to their tools, and and again, it's not necessarily bad clients but it's bad process bad workflow and and basically a yard sale of sorts of trying to get the work done so many different ways and and that's what becomes um so challenging trying to trying to trying to run payroll trying to run a 1099 process running 13 different payroll systems that that's that's I know I realize it's not the official definition of insanity but that seems crazy to me whereas there's a much better way uh, of standardizing, systemizing, identifying types of clients that you do your best work with and building the business that way rather than more of <clears throat> anything that comes through the door, which I know as we're probably getting started and we're looking at cash flow and we're looking at the bank balance is something that we that that probably um, takes precedent. but but taking some time, to be what is it that we really wanna be doing and focused on is, is so important. So Penny, as we sort of come up to, to, to 30 minutes on this episode, I really liked two things or two activities that, that you said there. One was, what are the five things that you wanna do? What are the five things that you wanna change? And, and get them down on paper. The other thing that I thought, and then come back to them at the end of tax season and see if it's still the same, same five things. The other thing that I I really liked was stuff that I don't like to do folder and, and, and however you do that, however you organize it. But I, I sort of love the idea of using the next couple of months to identify the tasks, the processes, the services that you don't like doing. Record them, note them down, and then again, come back after taxis and sit down with the team and, and sort of say righto, we know we don't like doing this. How do we take care of it? Do we outsource it? Do we see if there's technology that can do it? But I really like those two activities. and, and any other sort of tips?
1: Yeah, well, I, I would I would take that notion right there and add one more thing to add into the I don't want to do this folder is when you're in the middle of you doing something, not just necessarily a task, but you're utilizing uh, an app or uh, you're communicating with the client. Also note what part of that you don't like. It's not that you might, maybe you like doing this service, but it's either this client or this part of the technology that you're using to finish the service. Whether that technology is stone knives and bearskins or it's a top-of-the-line, drop-down, downloaded mobile app. What aspect of that don't you like? And and get into the aspect, the one thing that you don't like about it. Because one, it might change in the future because the, they might be updating their app. They're going to come out with updates. Or two, now go into these conferences that start in May and have that book of, this is what I don't want to do. Have that in front of you and go, okay, what here fits is not part of that. Mm. Which one of these things do not fit into that folder? And now I'm gonna instead of focusing, now I'm gonna focus on the some the one thing that I see that is actually going to maybe be a different or a better difference.
0: Yeah, you know? and and also maybe the the other bit, and and I'll um, pipe down is don't put the pressure on yourself now at no. the year end coming into tax season to introduce a new workflow tool, a new um, practice management, uh, something, a, a new expense management tool. And, and um, yeah, don't put that pressure on yourself and don't put that pressure on your team because I think it will, will only cause additional frustration.
1: Yep. Yeah. Cause in another, you know, everybody's going to kind of chill out after December 15th and they're going to check out for a while and then they're going to come back in January and it- the, uh, the the feces are going to hit the ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, uh, don't be trying to change stuff then. Um, but do give everybody that a place to put their I didn't like doing that. Or, yeah, I, I like that. This thing reacted. And, and whether you do it in Notion or just click Loom on your computer and record the screen or just double tap the back of your phone and do a screenshot, I don't care, but find a folder and put it all in. And then once you put it in that folder, forget about it. Yep. Don't let it eat you up. Don't just move on. Forget about it. Get on to the next thing, finish up whatever it is that you were doing. And, and then back in May, open it up and go, yeah, I remember that feeling.
0: Let's tackle Let's tackle them one by one. Yeah.
1: I remember that feeling. I don't want to have that one again.
0: Um, so Penny, I think that's a really good spot to, to leave today's episode, but what I would say is, is listeners, we love your emails and love your phone calls. So please, um, but recognize that we will always come back to that first question of, of what it is that you want to do. So um, keep your emails coming in, find us on LinkedIn, connect on LinkedIn, send us your messages. Um, and if if you want us to discuss on in one of the episodes or alternatively set up some time uh, to discuss one-to-one, more than happy to do that as well. So you can find us easily enough on LinkedIn. There's not too many Penny Breslins and I don't think there's any other Damien Greatheads. So connect with us there. Let us know that you're listening to the podcast and and uh, we'll we'll tee up a time to uh, to have a chat. Um, last request is if you are enjoying it, folks, jump on and, and write us a review, give us a, a star rating because that'll help us uh, get the word out. So I'd, I'd appreciate um, any help on on that front as well. But Penny, um, really enjoyed our, our sort of our post Thanksgiving episode. Um, I think we'll we'll have to get the uh, the book finalized once and for all. Uh, And and up online and hopefully in in people's Christmas stockings for some uh, for some (laughs) for some for some light reading over the the holiday period. Yeah, (laughs) Penny, thank you very much. Look forward to our next episode.
1: All right, bye bye.